Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are in for a treat today. We have the return. The return. Well, well, to y'all, this is the introduction. That's the right. I keep forgetting the because uh, <laughs> of technical difficulties. Uh, mm-hmm. No shout out to uh, Anchor. Mm-hmm. We're bringing back our our friend, our bestest friend. Yes, the homie. The homie, our the close homie personal dishes. friend. Oh, the favorite, most favorite, uh, our most favorite person in the whole wide world. The owner, operator, creator, founder, COO, COO, and creative director. A motherfucking move, Mel Cole. Mm, you're soon to be favorite card provider on the East Coast, West Coast, international. Are you shipping international yet? Not yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. No worries. We're we got your neck American greetings. Get fly, mm. get flown over. Talk that shit, Hallmark. <laughs> we, on, we on your ass, boy. It's up. Me a little jump. How are Hello. you doing? Oh, that was a really good intro, everybody. I'm very proud of you two, but I feel like I deserve that good of an intro. But I'm Absolutely. very right. I'm very excited to be on here and talk to you guys today. This is definitely over overdue mm-hmm. because difficulties but we are covering honestly the best topics for our friendship to be honest like we all of perfect right all of our alley and we can really deep dive and i can Mm -hmm. really get my two cents and be toe-to-toe with you guys because Mm -hmm. i need to be on my shit too i can't can't be like the third wheel that's lacking you know i gotta Oh, yeah, no, no. nobody really likes the 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 third wheel normally, or the third person on a podcast, or the third person in a threesome. Honestly, th- th- those people are not liked generally. Never, never. There's what? always one person left out, and usually that'd be me. I'd be that person in a threesome. <laughs> not today. Well, I, I enjoy spreading my love everywhere. I include everyone. First is last, and last is first. But full disclosure, we had Mia on. I think like damn near two years ago to the day almost. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, just a great conversation. That, and it was uh, a didn't... fire pie. That was like definitely top five episodes we've ever done. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we just lost it. The whole thing. We were uh, wasted too. That, that would have been yes. some. We were, we mm-hmm. were loose, okay? The yeah. lip mm-hmm. were loose. So yeah. there's a reason why we are redoing that. <laughs> yes. Right. We, we, we're a little bit more mature now. Well, at least we are. I can't speak for Wes. But you know. I'm very, very much the same level of maturity <laughs> forever. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, we got a whole bunch of good shit to get to today. And I'm, I'm just happy we, we haven't had a guest in forever. I know. Especially our fave. You feel me? So before we get started, Mia, go ahead. Shout out your socials and shout out the company. Shout out to the, the brand. You feel me? I know I'll do my little plug. Mm-hmm. So my personal is the Mia Janelle on mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok and pinterest but uh-huh. more importantly mood mail co as they uh-huh. all mentioned mood mail is my boutique greeting card company and we bring mail for all of your moods the good moods and bad so find us at moodmailco.com and then find us at mood mail co on instagram uh-huh. pinterest tiktok and facebook for all the bullshit but greeting cards in a <laughs> 
man, they got she she, she got step step parent greeting cards, and you don't see yeah, those in the, in the store. Listen, the by far, and I'm not just saying it's because you're a close personal friend. The most inclusive and reflective of actual reality cars that I've ever seen in my life, Aww, by far. Um, it's 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 the again, it's mood mail for a reason. It's your actual moods, not some fake shit that you're trying to convey. It's what you actually feel in. So you got that relationship uh, that's very difficult to define. Go hit a mood mail. Um, mm-hmm. You got that that holiday that um, is usually overlooked by the major green car companies. Go ahead, hit mood mail. Shit. Uh, if, if listen, if you just got uh, dumped and you are newly single, single, you want to commiserate with your ladies. Hit up mood okay. mail. You feel me? So, mail for all yeah. of your moods, and I'm gonna get both of you guys. We're gonna do a commercial, and you guys can be in the intro, oh like God, love yes. before. Uh, right? See? Uh, yes. Say, well, well, we had you. I was gonna say we we gonna be getting the conversation negotiations about becoming <laughs> the official sponsor of Beware the Elves. Ah, uh, yes. Well, hello. Okay, manifesting right here. New sponsor. And, and listen, we don't need much, okay? If you can secure us two tickets to next year's AVN Awards, that's it. That won't need nothing else. Wow. Wow. Maybe you one more card a month. Because you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sending my card to... Uh, never mind, I'm going to keep the name. Mm. I dropped the name. Redacted. Redacted. I dropped the name. Redacted. Redacted. I dropped the name. Redacted. 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 And uh, so I guess that brings us to us. We are the less illustrious, the less illustrious um, of the trio today, but that's okay too. Um, mm-hmm. My name, you know, I go by Uptown Ace Boogie on the socials. Um, still, Jackie Daytona, human bartender. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Doctor Joyce Brothers with a silk bonnet. Um, let's see. Um, I got a couple other ones, but you know, I ain't gonna waste too much time because we got a time limit apparently. Uh, so all the socials at Uptown Ace Boogie. Uh, the show social at Beware the Ills on Twitter and Instagram. My pot on the other side of the interwebs, uh, Wes in that dirty state of Delaware. You know what I'm saying? Mm. First state hat. Niggas know, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't for us. <laughs> Delaware created everybody else takes it. You know what I'm saying? Wes over here. Y'all the Boy Estates? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whole fucking flow. <laughs> Ratifying constitutions and shit. But it's your boy Wes here, you know what I'm saying? Ain't that Wes everywhere? You know I give it up. Um, I'm ready to talk, man. I'm sober today. Um, Boom. unfortunately, so I happy know, for dog. you. Oh my god! All I got, in my fr- I moved to a new my new place on Friday, and I, I ain't Ooh. going to the store yet. All I got is waters, uh, and Oreos. So that's that's what that's going uh that's power me through healthy. this episode. You got healthy, buddy. You got water. You're trying. Yeah, You're yeah I, got, I guess that's something. <laughs> I, I, um. I, I like this water. Uh, but we actually we have a lot of fun stuff to get into. Um, again, we have the world's three biggest Mad Men fans. Um, so we definitely gonna get into some Don Draper talk. You feel me? Um, we got plenty of that coming. We're also gonna discuss someone who uh, is somehow near and dear to all of us, but we have three different opinions on. Um, and that's one Aubrey Drake Graham. Uh, we're gonna get into his uh, project. I'll call it a project. Um, a little mm. bit later. Uh, but before we get into the fun stuff, unfortunately, uh, Beware the Ills is all about um, trying to help you navigate the pitfalls of the scam that everyone calls life. Um, so 
we got to talk about the serious shit first. And uh, unfortunately, we've had one of the most serious uh, legislative decisions or I guess judicial decisions that we've seen in decades that occurred uh, last week. And that was um, the repeal or overturnment of Roe versus Wade, um, which is a law that has been in effect since ooh, 1973. Two? 73 two or three. 72 or 73 okay um and then it was um uh i think it was 1992 that was planned parenthood versus casey um mm-hmm. that they made some adjustments to it but um it's something that's been around for literally 50 years um and, you know wes and i kind of talked about it a little bit a few pods ago but we just you know don't even understand like What's what does the process look like between just randomly deciding going back you're gonna overturn something that's fifty years old? Like, is there any type of just like process, or can you just be like, you know, you know what? Mm, I think I want to overturn the civil rights amendments today. Yeah, um, like I don't, I don't remember it being any like case um, that came forward to kind of challenge this or anything that was kind of brought forward that spurned this. It just seemed uh, the court said, you know what? Oh, we got enough people to finally get this done. Uh, let's uh, let's yeah. fuck these women. Yep, and um, Mia. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I well, I was just gonna say, um, since obviously you know, um, this is a decision that's gonna affect you as a woman and as a black woman, um, you know, uh, the most by far the most. Um, yeah. we wanted to give you the floor and get your feelings about it. Well, of course. Well, number one, I think it's really great that you guys are bringing this conversation to your podcast. Mm -hmm. I think that this might be something that some other kind of podcast shy away from. So I applaud you guys for even kind of just bringing it into your more fun conversations. But obviously, as a woman and as a black woman, you know, there's not even really words to describe not only how I feel, but just like mm-hmm. women and especially minority women, especially black women really feel. This is mm-hmm. such a, a sad step for America. It's sad. I think I was reading a statistic that said, you know, 80% of homes or, and I could be completely wrong, but it was saying that we didn't even agree with this. So again, it's kind mm-hmm. of people making decisions for us that we don't agree with. And mm-hmm. I worked at Planned Parenthood of Metropolitan Washington, D.C. in 2018. And that's when all of the Brett Kavanaugh stuff was going on. That, 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 I mean, another one. But it just, you could, it it was the same feeling, I would definitely say. It was the same Mm -hmm. feeling. And it just seeing that to now and seeing where we haven't came and seeing how we're verting back, it's just, it's overwhelming. I think Mm -hmm. everybody is taking it in their own way. Personally, for me, I've always been a huge advocate of doing what you want with your body regardless i don't even think it has to do with beliefs i think every single woman should do whatever they want with their body of course working at planned parenthood i obviously support that in every way shape or form but it's just so sad that there's people in the world that are just making this into a different issue than it really is you know this fight Uh this fight isn't what they're really saying it's about it's all about were unfortunately and it's just Mm -hmm. very depressing waking up every single day and knowing that 
we're not heading forward. There was a point in our country where we were heading forward. And now we're taking, I mean, we say 50 years, I think at this point, 100. We're taking, we're taking so many steps back. And it's just a very sad time for women, especially women who want to bring, you know, children into this world, because then it's exposing their daughters to these new legislations. So it's just, either way, it's just really crippling America. And in one way or another, it's a very bad look and it's a very bad day and week and month and year to be an American, in my opinion. And I know yeah. that's just- <laughs> America's not, is not giving right now. It's, it's, no. not, giving it's, it's, not, it's not giving absolutely anything. Oh, no, it, it, is, it is giving. It's giving Jim Crow for sure. Um, and <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, it's just I think for me, it is it's. It makes me very angry, um, you know, again, and, and it, it's not even for, yes, you have the obvious things like, oh, what if someone is, is a victim of rape or what if someone is, has a high, uh, <clears throat> high risk pregnancy um, that literally going through with the pregnancy may cause them to die or if they, uh, if they have a miscarriage and they need the, the fetus removed from their body before they catch sepsis and die. Those are the obvious things. Yeah. But it's not even it's not even about that. Regardless of the extremes, every woman should have the right to do, like you said, whatever they choose to do with their body. If somebody wakes up and decides, I don't want to bring a child into this world for whatever reason, that should be their choice. And I think the detractors, um, you know, the people that you see on social media you know, giving their stories of, oh, I decided to keep my child and they grew up to become a U.S. soldier and blah, 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 blah. Again, that's just a story of a choice that you made because you had the choice to do that. You feel me? And that's speaking to people not really having empathy for uh, uh, one another. Like You might have a success story based on your choice, but that might be ignoring someone who had... Uh, a horrifying story based on their ability not to choose. And like mm-hmm. Mia spoke to, the, uh, I did say, I believe it was like, uh, I think 50 or 60% of the people in the country were for or pro choice. Yeah. So this is a, a small group of, of individuals in, in, in a court. A bunch of old motherfuckers old and a fucking coon at that. There's old niggas and coons and. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And, and they're making decisions for everybody. And, and it's fucked up that they're removing. That choice, because here on this podcast, especially me, I'm a big proponent of minding my own business. Yeah. I, I don't care what you do; you live your life however you want to live your life. Do whatever you need to do, and and the court mm-hmm. taking that away from people is is, is gross, honestly. Mm, uh, absolutely, and um, you know it's uh, it's 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 disgusting. Like I like literally like stomach churning shit. And how much stomach churning shit have we seen in America? You know, just since the pandemic started, but this may be the worst of them all. Um, and you know, it's, and again, as I mentioned in my IG rant, um, you know, when they, when they make me bring it to IG, I'm really mad, but if you you show up there, y'all did it for y'all did it. Y'all made my man mad. If he brings it up Instagram. (laughs) Uh, Never show up. You have the occasional selfie, but you showed mm -mm. up. I I post light skin ish selfies and music related stuff. That's normally it. Um, but you know, it's, and, and it's, also not just about abortions it is you know this is going to severely cripple Planned Parenthood and what a lot of people even liberal people don't understand about Planned Parenthood obviously you know Mia Planned Parenthood provides 
so many reproductive reproductive health services that people, especially mm -hmm. women, of course, would not have access to otherwise. I forgot the statistic, but abortions make up a small percentage of Planned Parenthood's actual business, you yeah. know? So it's been just like with all the defund Planned Parenthood stuff that we've been hearing over the last couple of years, you understanding that of, of you're not just preventing people from, you know, having abortions, you're preventing people from getting the health services sure. that they cannot get anywhere else in their community, which is even more deflating, obviously. Exactly. Um, uh, oh, so I don't know. I'm upset. Mia, <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add? I can hear you. I can hear you okay. getting frustrated all over again. It's mm. just, honestly, like I said, there's just no word. You, there's so many different feelings. I think some days I'll wake up, I'll be very angry. Some days I'm very sad. Some days mm -hmm. I'm just frustrated. And it's kind of like what both of you guys said. I think also too, what people don't understand of again, oh, well, I kept my child or I did this. Mm -hmm. Okay. But every situation isn't the same. And who's providing resources for those families who can't? Who's providing help to those situations? Yep. Because it's not like the foster care system is doing any good. There's just- 40,000 so kids in foster care right now. Exactly, exactly. No one's taking care of them. No one's loving them. Half of the time they're even going underneath the radar. It's just- it's just For Formula thing. shortages? exactly we yeah. want to have more kids but no formula for the kids that are supposed to be coming in it's just so mm -hmm. many different layers it's like a mm -hmm. rippling effect that one it is and it's sad um no universal health care uh no universal child care no universal maternity leave um uh over forty thousand kids in foster homes even more um that are, are in foster care even more that are in group homes um, you know, you got people holding up these signs. I'm like, I'll adopt your baby. No, the fuck you won't. Hell um, no. You don't want no <laughs> Aquarius. They, they looking ones. They be looking like they work at in the corner on the <laughs> just Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it's it shit of that episode of Atlanta when uh them them uh them white ladies adopted all the black kids mm -hmm. and ended up driving them off a fucking cliff. Um, and it's just you know, and I think the thing that makes me the most angry is just like everything else in this country it is guised under religion it's, it's a, my faith tells me that we're not supposed to get abortions okay but that same faith tells you to allow priests to molest kids and cover it up though right mm -hmm. you, you feel me like and and also you know this country is supposed to have separation of church and state um jewish people in their scriptures they're allowed to have abortions as long as it's for a reason. So once again, it, these are Christians using toxic American Christianity beliefs to control the entire country. And it is about control. It is about power. It's about making sure more poor black babies are born so that those poor, those poor black babies can go to jail and make up cheap free labor. You know what I'm saying? Or making sure that more white babies are born to try to balance out the fucking majority or whatever the fuck the Proud Boys be talking about. So they it's... Just, they just try and get the NBA and NFL to, to, <laughs> to 1930s numbers. Oh, God. Oh, I, please, please, please don't take it back to Bob Cousy days. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just... it. You feel like, like you said, Mia, for a time that we were moving forward. Listen, when none of this shit happening under Bill Clinton, I tell you what, all right? No. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, uh, but Bill Clinton was actually terrible. But um, 
it was you on that one time so <laughs> right you felt like you were moving forward even fucked up shit under bush wasn't halfway as fucked up as where we at now and now we got your boy uh mr biden sitting on his ass not doing a goddamn thing uh we got kamala harris not doing a goddamn thing and like uh, oh go ahead <clears throat> Being light skinned, okay. Not uh, yes. Be, no, I, I don't know if, if y'all saw her interview. I think it was on CNN, and like the the inter, the interviewer was like, they're like, yeah. So what are we gonna do? She like, what are we gonna do about what? It's like, oh my god, nigga, are you serious? Anything <laughs> 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 uh, right now? Did you see the photo no. of her on the private plane, like looking mm -hmm. at the TV? Oh, so there's like a photo on Twitter. She's on like the I don't know the president private plane what air force whatever i don't know what it's mm -hmm. called but she's on a private plane watching like the being the verdict overturned and she's like has this concerned face on and it's like what are we gonna do and i'm like who is your strategist who yeah. is your team because we already know that you're not doing anything but this photo is confirming what we already knew like mm. you're not doing anything to help any situation right now no, not at all um it's, it's, and, uh, nasty yeah. business and, and you know, and it, it doesn't help that um, you know the Democrats are pussies, um, as Wes and I have said a million times on this pod. Um, and it's it, you know, it's not even really about your beliefs. It's just the fact that you know you in a country where Republicans, especially the more radical Republicans, are literally trying to take us back to Jim Crow. And it's not going to end with uh, Roe versus Wade. They're gonna be looking at all no, types of civil rights uh, laws. Yeah, I um, saw that. Uh uh, Justice Thomas, uh, aka uh, Big Coon, wrote yes. uh, an opinion, st some stating something to the effect that they wanted to review the uh, same-sex relationship and same-sex yes. marriage laws. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually, I'm sure it'll end up going to uh, Loving versus the State of Virginia, which I know, Wes, that's one. I know that's one that's uh, near and dear to your heart, buddy. Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I just signed this lease, but I, I can I can move. I can go to Camden real quick if they take these white bitches away. No, they're not. Honestly, I don't think. I feel like people are like, that's what's next. I'm like, no, 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 no. The NFL players are not going to. That's that. true. And any athletes. <laughs> think about the, think about any D1 college. Oh, man. They're going to be out on the front lines like the March oh on Washington. <laughs> that's a real million man march. Okay. Take these uh, white bitches away. That's, that, might, that might be the one thing that finally unites the nation. Okay. <laughs> that'll that'll um, fix Chicago. Oh man. oh man! So I mean, it's just again, it's only the beginning. And when you've got these, like you know, very extremist right wing white supremacist type Republicans, you know, it's you, you can't fight with traditional, you know, the traditional Democratic beliefs. Um, Y'all got to get dirty too. You know what I'm saying? It's still we still have the majority in Congress, and Joe Manchin fucking holds up the entire country, the whole country. Yeah. You feel me? <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah, it's we we continually see our Democratic leaders tell us, "Hey, get out and vote, man. Make sure we can we can fix everything." You like, get out and vote, and then we vote these niggas in, and then shit like this happens, nothing. and then they go turn nothing. around, and tell us, and vote again. Please, because um, because they, they was telling us before the last election, all we got to do is get the majority in the Senate and Congress, and then we're good. Now they're telling us, "Oh, well, uh, yo, we just got to get like a couple more seats in the Senate." To overrule Joe Manchin, and then you can codify Roe versus Wade, um, and and basically stamp it and make make it something that can't be repealed or overturned. But that's a long way away, and I, honestly, I think Democrats are going to lose 
uh, the Senate for sure. May lose the fucking House too. Um, oh no, we're both out of here. I do my yeah. my random political checks and uh, political. Um, it's, a, it's a wrap. So we uh, we're definitely not in good shape. And this is when when we have these conversations about voting. You know, things that make me fucking angry. And I had this conversation. Um, I I think I mentioned it to to you, Mia, um, last week when mm-hmm. people, especially the hoteps, want to talk about like, oh, well, I'm not voting for Biden or Trump. Uh, y'all, you mean to tell me y'all voting for Joe Biden couldn't be me? I'm nothing's gonna happen anyway. I'm not gonna contribute to this uh racist uh patriarchy. Blah 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 blah. And then all those motherfuckers that didn't vote. This is what happens. It's not about. It's not even about your everyday laws. It's not even about your big decisions, your centers, all that shit. The most important thing that cannot be checked by any other branch. I don't care what they say. Um, you can't check Supreme Court justices once they make a decision. That's it. So when you vote for Trump, and Trump becomes the first fucking president to um <clears throat> elect or not elect to um what's the word? Um, nominate, nominate. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, to nominate three Supreme Court justices to in one fucking term. That's the stuff that matters, right? So Trump nominates three very conservative Supreme Court justices, and the first thing they do when they get in is decide we're gonna start walking this country back to the Mad Men ages. Um, you feel mm-hmm. me? So. Next time you say I'm not voting, I'm not voting for either of them. And it's also we talked about on here too. Whenever you ask somebody, you'd be like, okay, so you're not voting for either. What you gonna do then? Nobody ever has an answer. Nobody ever no. has an answer. No, they no. don't. They really don't. They're like, oh, well, I'm I'm just not voting. Okay, dumbass. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because all the protests in the world can't do anything if you are not flexing your privileges that. Your ancestors fought for it. You always want to talk so much about your ancestors and all types of shit that doesn't matter. Like, oh, the structure of the black family and the man needs to lead and all that shit that in 2022 doesn't matter. You know what does matter? The shit that your grandparents, your great-grandparents fucking died for. Use that shit. You feel me? So, yeah. yeah, So that is, uh, that's where we stand. And again, the only way to really... It's now up to the states, basically. So with with Roberts Way being overturned, um, it goes now to each individual state and their individual legislators. And if you didn't know, uh, this this country is a sea of motherfucking red. So um, we've already seen how many states? Twenty it's twenty something that have already passed some type of heartbeat bill or straight up abortion ban. It ain't it's it ain't even been a week yet. So, um, yeah, no, I know a bunch of states had uh trigger laws that if Roe mm-hmm. Wade ever got overturned, that they're automatically gonna go ahead and immediately ban abortions. Yeah, they've been um, waiting for this like literally. Yeah. They all sat down to like happy hour or something, they're like, all right, <laughs> this was about to happen, so get ready. With all the shit that's going on in this country with inflation, <laughs> where it's at, with a fucking war overseas that is triggering the entire world economy. With you know COVID, with fucking monkeypox, with climate change, with gas prices through the fucking roof, and this is what y'all spending y'all time on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My so, vagina, so sad. Who made you, know. you the coochie boss? So once again, but but there are um, have been seeing there are a lot of uh, you know local legislations that have been um, 
you know, that, that have, that have jumped into action. I know, uh, my city council, um, around here in Lakewood, Ohio, the most liberal place on planet earth, um, has already put protections into place, um, to allow people to still be able to get abortions at, um, you know, medical facilities around here. Um, so that's a good thing. But once again, not everybody lives in the most liberal place on earth. Um, so there are a lot of people who are straight up shit out of luck, not to mention, you know, states with safe haven laws like California, their healthcare system, their Planned Parenthood is being overrun by people coming in, coming into the state to get abortions. You think women going to the Dominican for BBLs is bad. Uh, <laughs> wait until this shit picks up. Um, so yeah, it's, a um, and I would love to like give like a step-by-step plan on this is how you can, this is who you donate to. I don't have the answers. No, no one really does. No one you really know. does. Yeah, so um, we're supposed to lean on our government to provide us the answers, but these niggas are causing the problem. Mm, Gerald, so recommend America. Yes. Uh, ugh, it's so ghetto here. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, I would definitely say um, keep your eyes open and your ears and your ears peeled. There's a lot of information floating around the internet right now. We don't have any of it uh, currently aggregated for you, but we will. Um, you know, as more information comes to light, but. Um, just understand, you know, women, um, especially black women, we here beware the ills. We are with you. Okay. We fight for you and we will continue to fight for you. We will be on the front lines or whatever the fuck we got to be on the front lines for. And that is a promise from the Wayne Wonder Twins. You feel me? That's a, that's a fact. Yeah. We, 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 we were not scared to talk about issues affecting you guys on the show. Um, good or bad, no matter what's happening, we're here for you guys. Um, and like Austin said, hopefully we can um, get some links to donate or some places that, that people can go. If you're in a state that you can't, we'll probably hopefully post those to Twitter and Instagram and um, just try to spread the word, man. Try to bring some good out of, out of a terrible, terrible situation. <sighs> try to find something. And Mia, thank you uh, for your very eloquent, articulate um, talking points. We appreciate oh, you. Of course. Um, about vaginas. Of course. I mean, don't we all. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, so let's, uh, we're going to pick up the pace a little bit. There's really no good segue from that. Um, well, I guess somebody else who also likes vaginas is Drake. Um, that, that works. Uh, boy. Uh, so the one, the only, uh, Aubrey Drake Graham with his, uh, very stingy braids. Um, he, uh, Man, don't give, no, give no time for hair growth. Is that what we doing on, on this podcast? It's pleasure. You already know how the review is gonna go. The hair comment, right there. Oh, um, so uh, Drake uh, dropped a surprise album. Um, honestly, never mind. And I, I wish he would have said honestly, never mind. Um, <laughs> um the, this was last week, and um. Yeah, it's um, it's all uh, it's all pretty much house music. Um, you know, nice international vibe. Um, I'm gonna let y'all go first because we all have varying degrees of love uh for Drake in this podcast. It basically goes Wes, 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 Mia, then me. So um, yeah, I'm gonna like, let, cool. I'm gonna let y'all uh give y'all a take before I uh, flame this nigga. No, Wes, you go first because you know what Austin's gonna be. Austin's gonna be negative. <laughs> I'm gonna be the moderate, so you go. First. Yeah, honestly, yes, I'll, I'll give my opinion, let you go, me, and then I'll go uh, take a walk real quick while Austin gives his <laughs> and come back hopefully when he's finished. But um, for me, um, my review of the album, I liked it. Um, I wasn't expecting 
yeah, nigga, I like I like that. I like the ums uns. What the fuck you mean? Um, yeah, so it was something I wasn't really expecting um, from him. I didn't expect him to kind of have this sound for an entire project, and he did. It was it got repetitive. Like you could say the beats and stuff are repetitive, and, and the lyrical content what he's talking about is repetitive. But I'm fine with that. Like I'm not looking for Drake to flip and turn into a whole nother nigga on me. Um, Oh, and so, like, you, you mean you don't want your Drake with a with a, a crown of thorns? He's progressed, uh, okay. At hater. some point, at some point, I mean, but for me, this is like I I didn't I never thought like we spoke to him when we did our uh, deep dive into Drake. I never thought Ooh. that I, I would get a majority singing project from him, and this is outside of like three songs or so. This is pretty much a singing. This isn't what we had in mind. Yeah, I, I never I never thought we'd get this from him, and he, he shocked us. <laughs> Um, but I, I liked it, man. It was it was fine. It's uh, not the greatest house album you could have made, but for him, and what what you niggas bitch about all the time with this nigga, oh, he be the same thing all the time. This nigga sounds lazy. He's not inspired. <laughs> then he turns around and gives you a whole whole new new project, and uh, niggas don't like it. Niggas comment on his braids. Um, yeah, niggas say he didn't he not didn't great. he didn't earn. They say he didn't earn his uh, second straight championship in a. His own basketball league that <laughs> happens out of his own personal gym. It's you cool. notice no, nobody else ever wins ever. If you are rich, if you if you run a, a league out of your gym in your mansion, why would you ever let anybody else win? Yeah, I wouldn't. I'd be like, "This yeah. is my house. I won." You're Therapy, you're yeah. on court with my logo. I won. Sorry. <laughs> There you go, and team team wasn't me. It won their 800 straight game in a row. Yeah, if I lose, I'm running the shit back. But nah, my so my review, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm listening, keep continue listening to it. Like I do all Drake shit for the most part. Um, especially now in summertime, you know what I'm saying? Get you a well. If they weren't another thing, the Supreme Court needs to work on is getting fentanyl out of Molly, so I can get back on these Mollies oh. and truly enjoy this. Uh. Leave it up to us. Leave it up to us. Yes. Uh, thank you for your take, Wes. Uh, Mia? <clears throat> Wes, that was a very good take. Just want to let you know this. Okay. Thank you, Mia. So I would like to say, because obviously I am the guest, so people don't know where I come from when it comes to Drake. Mm-hmm. I have probably been one of like the president and co-founders of the biggest Drake club since mm-hmm. Drake came out. So I mm-hmm. have loved Drake almost my whole life, stood outside of a mall for Drake. Mm-hmm. I just... I love him. I've always loved him. Obviously, I comeback season Drake. Oh, hello. Okay, I'm talking about replacement girl, purple screen, <laughs> Trey song. Okay. On the noggin, that guy for me. Speaking okay. of bad men, okay. <laughs> um, so I noticed the progression of Drake, and I can, and I'm a realistic Drake fan, so. Mm. I can't agree with Wes. I had no clue that this shit was coming. But the minute that Beyonce dropped it and then he dropped, I was like, okay. So number one, and I have a lot of hot takes. So everybody buckle up. Number one, I feel like his album and Beyonce's track, there's like ties. I feel like this is going to be a common theme that we see in the music industry. That's why I Mm -hmm. don't we should be surprised that they're similar. I think Mm -hmm. that artists know that this is going to be the next wave, especially with a lot of like record labels pressuring artists to kind of make more TikTok-y songs. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think that the oomps oomps is on trend. 
Now for this album, I did not like it. I don't hate it, but I didn't like it. I never <laughs> thought that I would get a dance album. I can see they said that he was really trying to bring like, you know, Baltimore club music, the house music scene. I think that this was a failed attempt at it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is the album that you create when you have nothing to do. You know, like when you have done everything that you wanted to do in your career, you're like, I want to make music because I'm passionate and I'm on a lot of drugs and I have a record studio in my house in all six of my houses. I'm going to make an album. That's what Mm -hmm. I feel like this is. Drake also really gave me on this album, like he reminds me of like that 19 year old that hangs out at the high school homecoming every year. (laughs) No, like, don't you have anything else to do? Like, don't you have any older friends? Like you're a dad now. Like, why are we still kind of putting out these? Uh, We had to force him to be a dad. Let's not forget that. You know, no, it's me. It's forcing me a present dad and on, on Instagrams for the cloud. Time, you know, Adonis looks fun. He speaks French. He seems like a good, good old time. He I does. think he's having a good time being a dad, but he's also acting like that thirty-five-year-old that wears a fedora that like drops his kid off like on Sunday and then like tries to go to the club right after. Like it's just not really working. I don't think that's acting. I think that's what he does. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like I feel like he's really settled at this point but it's just giving corny but mm. i think that this album is gonna do great at the gay clubs like oh, absolutely during i was gonna say during pride month yeah this the one oh, yeah this is gonna yeah. thrive in like europe like calvin harris and all mm-hmm. those little white djs on coke they are gonna make remix after remix after remix so I didn't love it, but he's going to make a lot of money from it. And it's not really going to hurt his like portfolio or in his image. Like it's just the same average Drake that he's been giving for the last like three, four years. So it's cute. Some Mm -hmm. of them, some (laughs) of the songs are cute, definitely repetitive, but I didn't love it as a true Drake fan. Thank you for such a refreshingly honest take. We normally uh, don't get any honest Drake takes. Uh, On this podcast, so I speak my truth to power about my brother (laughs) on this this here show. Um, but honestly, Mia, I I agree a lot with you. I don't I don't hate it. It's not the worst album that I've ever heard. Um, it's there are a few songs in there that I like. Now, Jimmy Crooks does not fit whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, but it might it might be one of the hardest songs of the summer. But I think you're obviously right in that it's going to do really well internationally it's going to be going to do really well in the gay clubs honestly um this may be his first album that ends up selling more overseas than it sells here um and it's it's a great strategic move i mean drake is if nothing else a master of strategy so he knows exactly what he's doing he knows what buttons he's going to push and he knows what audiences he's going to pull in pull in with each project um and the problem is not, you know, I, I saw a lot of people, again, shitting on it because it's it's house music, because it's oomps, oomps. But listen, I'm somebody, I fuck with some oomps, oomps, to be honest. But the problem is, it's just not that good. It's not what it is, it's how it is for me. And I think Drake, as we see, Drake does dance music. When he decides to do it, he normally does it really well. He normally doesn't miss on his controllers, his one dances, his take cares, his two goods. Those songs are classics i think the problem is by doing an entire album of dance stuff i think it just significantly waters it down 
Yeah. That's why it gets so repetitive. That's why the, all the beats sound the same. It's just like, all right, man, even if you would have given us like a five, six song EP, I think that would have been great. But a whole yeah. album of it is really, really, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I could, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's a couple couple skips on here for me. But yeah, I, I can see where, where you're coming from. And, um, you know, I think that we have... Every every major artist, like pop star type artist, does their ints, ints music at some point in time. And yeah. I think that, but from the stuff that we normally see out of the American artists that decide to do it, when they pick their spots, it's normally really fucking good, you know? But, like, he don't have no, like, We Found Loves on there, you know? He don't <laughs> he don't have no uh, Justin Bieber, Where Are You Nows? He don't have, you know, like, fucking OMGs. You don't have none of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, yeah, yeah. So, so I I think for me, it's, I hold Drake to a standard of, nigga, you are a great artist. You know what I'm saying? If somebody went back and said in, in five years or 10 years and said, Drake is the best artist of this generation, regardless of genre, I don't think too many people would bat an eyelash at it. So I think for me, it's, I expect a certain standard and not standard from content wise or not even standard from, Oh, everything is supposed to knock you off your feet. But I think I have a standard of just like, man, listen, give, give us what we supposed to get, give what needs to be get given. You know what I'm saying? Give us our two, three, four Drake songs for the summer and go on about your business. And he didn't even really give us that on here. So that's what left me disappointed. Austin, you've been waiting to say that. Like you are so <laughs> passionate and like you this, are. This was a light. This was a light rant from him. To be yeah, honest, he... was, literally, me and Wes are like, it was great. Austin's like, this was. I was like, do it, take yeah. it. Come on, Beyonce. He's usually a uh, uh, much more disrespectful in his in, in his Drake reviews. Normally. But um, uh, the, the, out of respect for Mia, um, I'm not I'm not gonna go too crazy. But like I said, he ain't got, he ain't got no. Please don't stop the music's on there. Okay, so y'all, y'all not listening to a keeper. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> no. So I mean, it, it there's a couple songs on there that I'll be running back, but it is by far. I think it's the first. I still think it's the first miss, at least domestically. It's the first miss of Drake's career. So I'd I'll be that. I'll be more interested to see how the next project that he takes somewhat seriously. I, I will be very interested to see how that turns out. I just mm-hmm. want him to take a break. I just want him to, you know, like I just I'm saying that. Yeah. He's well, been doing yeah. a lot for a while and he wants to kind of still be relevant, which we understand. I understand. That's why he has braids now. <laughs> he, he's really trying, but I'm like, maybe like fatherhood, like maybe let's pick up acting, you know, he's funny. Yeah. Like, let's he is. Something funny. Else. He seems like he'd be a good actor. I, I, th- I think we mentioned this on a Drake pod. Go yeah. ahead, Wes. I was gonna say, yeah. Well, we knew he was coming around quick after uh, CLB wasn't received as well as he thought it would be. So, like, we had yeah. at least I thought had some idea that he was gonna drop something before like a year's out. But um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't mind a, a Drake break. You feel me? But I don't know because I'm a nigga that likes singing Drake. So this is right up my fucking alley. <laughs> um, I like singing and being in my feelings too. So <laughs> you know, it, it was gravy for me. Yeah, I feel so, but, um, I feel that. But no, no. Like I, this is this is one where I can I can really understand where everybody like everybody's sense of everybody's point of view and opinion on this one. Like I can understand it completely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and then it did, didn't help with Beyonce dropping right behind him and hers. 
uh, smacking, smacking his shit out the way. Um, Oof. That's a, listen, motherfuckers yeah. was out here quitting their jobs the next day. Okay, <laughs> like nah. Beyonce is not playing with these hoes. Not uh-huh. nah. <laughs> nah, I, I was, I was seeing people were talking about they was inspired. I'm like, inspired to be nah. on the street? <laughs> not I. New. No. Okay, not in this uh, second. Mm-mm, dude. Mm-mm. So uh, yeah, um, so Drake, uh, yeah, I mean. I would like him to take a break because, again, I think that normally the best thing for a little fatigue is just, hey, absence makes the heart grow. If Drake didn't drop any music for two years, his comeback album would be the biggest thing ever, ever. Um, but, you know, he kind of, <laughs> I said, Drake kind of acts like somebody who had absolutely no cool points in high school. So yeah, now that he, he <laughs> so, so now that he is cool, he has he's clinging to it for dear life, and he thinks clinging to it for dear life means I can't go away. And if I if I go away for even a half a second, people will stop calling me cool or they'll forget about me, and um, that sucks. But you know, um, we're with you. We're with you, Aubrey. You know, so um, music wise, um, while we're still on the music subject, um, you know, Juneteenth just passed not too long ago. Black holiday. Um, but that wasn't Wesenai's holiday. Mm-mm. Our holiday was Ray J oh, and God. Bobby fucking Brackens. The Bobby Brackens show. It never ends with y'all in this song. I swear this has been continuing this one song. He didn't even do it. He brought out Bobby Brackens and didn't do it. Oh my man. I was I was all I was primed to 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 stand on the couch (laughs) screaming. (laughs) But then her ass decided to go west. (laughs) Tien Tamara, I be hitting sisters. Listen, sisters. We were so excited. Like obviously Wes and I, like Ray J is a patron saint of this podcast. Bobby Mm -hmm. Valentino is not far off. But um Mm -hmm. the them niggas. (laughs) <laughs> the niggas didn't do what the fuck they had to do. All right. Um, it was not good. It was uh I would call it a shit show, honestly. Um, I stayed up very late too. That shit didn't end till like two in the morning. And no. um no, 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 no. I, I, I was sleep. very I was very disappointed. I was yes, disappointed. Uh, 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 once the album on the once I once I locked in, I said I gotta see how this ends. <laughs> um so who how to start off? Uh the DJ had this shit rocking uh at first. Classic Wes mix of a uh, '90s R&B and then some some Waka Flocka follow right and behind trap it. Shit? Yes. Uh huh. And then then we had our, our opening act, which was a uh, Teams. First time I've seen Teams in verses. We had uh, yeah, we had Ray J and Bobby V versus uh, Pleasure P, who is very sounds like he's from the islands. I never knew that. Um, yeah. And, and little, little Sammy. Sammy, little little Sammy. <laughs> Oh, Sammy. Um, and, and listen, first and foremost, Sammy was singing, all right? Um, something that uh, not a lot of people give uh, Sammy credit for. Um, the rest of them niggas, not really. Um, well, we, we're not going to do Bobby like that. Bobby can sing. Uh, Bobby, was, was Bobby was very off-key. You're he, was off-key on, he was on the club okay. high singing off-key. Um, but he still, Bobby still gave us the hits, though. He gave us, you know, he gave us Anonymous. He gave us uh, Beep. He gave us, uh, even though he did some weird acoustic versions of shit, um, yeah. I wasn't feeling that part. But he gave us slow down. He gave us tell me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so then that's he, all uh, from him. he gave us. Uh, he gave it to us like an officer. The wee yes. wee wee wee. <laughs> he did. 
Yes, indeed. But it was um, it was well. Pleasure P also didn't do I did you wrong, which was very upsetting. Whack. Um, very upsetting. But he was, it was saying that he wrote wrote every song in human history. <laughs> um, also, them niggas got very disrespectful. That was just as disrespectful as any rapper verses. And it's like, why do singing niggas feel the need to act super tough? You're still a singing nigga. You always gonna be a singing nigga. We know. We're aware. <laughs> like, singing niggas, R&B niggas are way worse <laughs> when, it comes, when it comes to rap niggas. Um, I, I could have sworn it was gonna be a fight at some point. I was just waiting on it because uh, they got Ray J out of character a little bit. And I said, uh-oh, we're we not gonna mess with the big blood Ray J. Man, said, listen, you, you know he be booing. Uh, uh-huh. I, I thought, of course, I thought the funniest part of that, though, was when they started singing their little barbershop quartet and they cut Ray J out of the wish, Ray J is always getting the short end of the stick, y'all. Like, Ray J honestly reminds <laughs> me of, like, a constant L in all yeah. areas of the uh, life. Uh, yeah. Well, well, he's a very successful businessman. But businessman. He started the started America's First Family. Um, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. saying I'm saying if that takes also drops, uh love and prayers for my guy Travis Barker whatever's going on with him. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they could potentially pancreatitis, but I'm not. Sure. Mm. Oh boy, uh, obviously we hope not. Um, yeah, it's America's drummer for sure. Yeah, um, but um, yeah, Ray J was. I don't know if them niggas just didn't do no mic check. Um, if he wasn't properly. Uh, Vocal course wasn't lubricated or what. I just knew by the time Britney came out on stage, it was like, okay, there's so, so much happening right now. Shout out to Britney, though. But it was a <laughs> lot. <laughs> it was a lot going on. As soon as I saw Britney throwing ass on Pleasure P, I was like, oh, boy, this is yeah. completely gone left. You said she was there in the chat. I didn't. I guess I missed that. And I, I was yeah. like, that's, that's, that's what they look mad familiar. And yes. I saw Shout out to the flashes. Wait a minute. Shout out yeah. to the legacy. You feel me? Can't stay, um, can't stay to the world. You feel me? Can't stay everywhere. You can't yes. escape. Uh, but yeah, uh, Ray J sounded like absolute dog shit, and um, it was not it was a good cool. showing. So, so between that and him talking about not wiping his ass not too long ago, Ray J hasn't been doing well. Stop. He doesn't. He hasn't been doing well. He's got Raycon he glasses. <laughs> he said, "Quote." Um, he said, men should wear dark underwear so that you can't see their doo-doo stains. That's so fucking nasty. Like, what is wrong? And these celebrities, why are they talking about they not bathing? If I didn't Nobody bathe, asked. I wouldn't tell fucking anyone ever. I would shut the hell up and not Ugh. bathe. These celebs have came out Ugh. talking about not bathing like it's the second amendment. Like, it's Ugh. crazy. It's, it's some wild shit. It's some bathe, wild shit. Bathe and wash your legs, people. If anybody listening out there, and use a washcloth. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Washcloth. We will also accept a loofah of some kind, a sponge, just as oh, long as not your hand. Washcloth mm-hmm. is for the crevices. Okay. I know every yes. ethnicity doesn't <laughs> use washcloths, which I just mm-hmm. found out. Yes, I thought that true. everybody, minus white people, used washcloths. I just recently found otherwise. So everybody mm-hmm. use a washcloth. <laughs> PSA for Mia. Yes, PSA for Mia. Use a fucking washcloth. Can't okay, put bars of soap in your ass. It's gross. <laughs> uh, did you know they only had one bar of soap for the whole house? Um, but uh, I will say it was one of the most entertaining verses ever, though. That's 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 a fact. So me staying up till two was completely worth it. Also, uh, your boy Amarion got 
washed. I mean, washed. It was lots versus dipset levels of washed. Yeah, um, the boy, that boy, uh, the boy Mario was talking shit. Man, listen, Baltimore's on. Singing his shit, you know what I'm saying? Baltimore shot the East Coast. You feel me? Did you guys see um, the post about um, was it J Book from J Book? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, popping. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and you know what? It's pro- I believe eighty five percent of it. <laughs> to be completely honest, um, let me let me pull it up. Yeah, Amarion's never really been a singer. Um, he's been a performer, and then I feel like in that verses he got away from the stuff that makes his songs good. For example, he was using a, a live band, and we needed the beat. We needed the beat to Entourage. We needed the beat to Speeding. You you know what I'm saying? And not having that, and just having him singing on stage and. Being a coon and eating watermelon. That wasn't it, my guy. That wasn't it. Too busy at the produce section and not enough time spent at rehearsal. You know this shit is bad when every, literally, simultaneously, every woman on Twitter was lusting after his brother. And then as soon as they started eating watermelon, that was it. They literally scared the hoes. They scared the hoes. Oh, that's, you scared the hoes. Never. that That is the worst offense Known to man as a black man is scaring those. <laughs> and with watermelon too, that's our fruit too. It's not oh, like they, they, they it's not like they pulled out clan masks and scared the hoes. They, they scared <laughs> the hoes with our shit. Um and also Mario was talking the biggest of shit. Um when he brought out Jeremiah, and listen, oh, I'm so happy that Jeremiah is alive and healthy, but when he brought out Jeremiah and Jeremiah sounded as bad as anybody we have ever heard in the verses before. And Mario's in the background. <laughs> oh shit, y'all niggas sound crazy, <laughs> bro. <Yeah>. Like, he <laughs> was talking big shit to Tank too. It was a yeah, and and, and then proceeded to drop music for love and uh, crying out for me on their heads. So that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mario, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad Mario got his flowers. I'll put it that way because that nigga has been literally 20 years in the game. Just a friend came out in 2002. Um, and he's been doing it consistently ever since. So, uh, shout out to him. Omarion, you're whack. Um, and he didn't bring out Janae Aiko either, which, why else were we watching the verses? I was about to honest? say, no, are we, are we watching it for any other reason? <laughs> like, we're not watched. Like, I'm sorry. And also, too, like, let's be really fucking honest. Both of those, mm-hmm. and all of the individuals that you have named did not have mm-hmm. any really hits. They had a couple of bops. Oh, that whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I knew you were going to stop me. We're going to be honest with ourselves today. Even though we can't let go of the early 2000s, the rest of them. Never. 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 Okay. I wanted to be um, 2006 tomorrow. The weird thing is, Bobby may have more hits than all of them. Not all of them, but nah. at least the, 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 the other three dudes in, in the first yeah. verses. Yeah. Nah, Bobby, yeah. Bobby, got, Bobby or Sammy got the ones for the first round. Yeah. And then Mario oh, got man. it. Sammy did hardball. That, mm, 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 mm. that got me. The man was a mark, so I made him retire. Should have brought Zane. But, but correct me. I think that they all did severely overestimate their catalogs. I would yeah. definitely say that for sure. That's all I um, Because yeah, no. anytime niggas start talking about, oh, I'm about to do some new shit, or let me see if y'all remember this one. Nope, get the nope. fuck off the stage. Nope, it's That's time. You got to go. If you have to say that as a disclaimer, <laughs> always. Like pack it up, buddy. Um, yeah, pack yeah, it the fuck up. Like five songs a piece. Yep. Yeah. Easy. And uh, and the like ten Jones. Yeah, we're, we're uh, reaching the point of versus where we're kind of dipping in the barrel. 
Yeah, um, which you know, e- even doing our uh, our versus battles in Randy's basement, um, we even we got to the point where we was like, okay, yeah, we got to start like dialing it back, um, because not every not all these niggas got twenty songs. Most niggas don't have fifteen songs. Um, so yeah, really, um, I, I like the undercard idea. It's just you gotta make sure that niggas know they place, I guess. Um, yeah. but um, yeah. So um, oh, and also last thing, did you see Ray J's? Completely incoherent Instagram post. <laughs> I did not. No. Okay. Right, I mean, you you have to look that one up because that should have me in tears. Um, but let's talk about what we really came here to talk about. Um, there is a show that uh, back in college, back in late college, gripped us around the motherfucking neck. Great. I mean, I'm talking about in front of the TV. Every week, watching old racist motherfuckers from the '60s get in their bags. Yeah. Um, the most notorious toxic philanderer that television has ever fucking seen, Dick Whitman, and his the show, Dick, the Dickster, and his show, Mad Men. Um, first of all, Mia, we give you all the motherfucking credit because you put Wes on to Mad Men. And he put me on the Mad Men. So oh, oh. Th- this all comes from you. Mm-hmm. Thank all you. Because I really do have good taste, okay? Yes. Not in men, but in television shows. <laughs> I love Mad Men. One of the most iconic television shows in history. Don't at me. And so many people have slept on it. And the minute mm-hmm. they really watched it, they're brought to life. Literally. I um, for sure. It's uh, raked up hella awards and shit so now mad men is for sure goaded amongst us and uh a lot of people on television too one of the ones man it's uh i always say you know me me and i talk all the time about like all the shows that niggas love and i ain't ain't about to slander none of y'all none of y'all negro shows that y'all be tap dancing to on (laughs) stars and shit but um (laughs) (laughs) not not counting p valley we love p valley but Damn, talk about everything else. The girls get naked. <laughs> um, but it's like Mad Men has the best character development I've ever seen out of a television show in my life. The way those characters change from season one to season seven, part two, is fucking chef's kiss. And me and I love, we love shit with good writing and good character development. That will draw me in every fucking time. Um, so speaking of the writing on Mad Men, um, there were, there's one question before we even get into the Don Draper talk that needs to be answered. It's an existential question that is affecting the fabric of our nation. Okay. Why do niggas love Peggy Olsen so much? Okay, don't do that. Everybody knows why you love Peggy, and I'm going to explain it as the one woman. <laughs> okay? So yes, please. Think, about, think about it, okay? Peggy Olsen comes in, she's innocent. She's kind. She's Mm. sweet. She helps others that don't deserve to be helped. She finds the best in every single shitty man that she Mm -hmm. comes encounter with. Which shout out my nigga Abe. Okay, which makes in turn the (laughs) shitty men love Peggy because Peggy Mm. accepts the shitty men for what they really are, aka. Everybody wants Peggy Olsen. And in the end, she turns out to be a bad bitch. So there's true. Mike Chow. She's for sure a bad wow. bitch. 
I just still don't get it, man. I, 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 I hear all that. I, I, I respect that answer, but um, I, I just don't I, get why niggas fuck with Peggy like that, man. No, I, I think I, yeah, I mean, I think that, um, I think you hit that on the head. Um, the one thing that I will add in as well is just, I think that, again, this is the 60s in a fucking ad agency or in various ad agencies. First of all, men don't respect women now. No. So niggas definitely didn't respect women huh? then. And, and yeah. I think that Peggy is one of the few, I think the only, honestly, female character on that show that got consistent, some level of consistent respect, even though it was, you know, made much lower in comparison to the men. I think a lot of people, you know, fucking uh, Duck Phillips, bitch ass, and uh, Ted Chaw, and Don, and so many, Stan, and a lot of, and so many other people saw Peggy for, at least partially, for what she was, and which was, again, a bad bitch who is really good at advertising. And I think that even having, it's such a low bar, but I think a man having even an ounce of respect for a woman in the 1960s makes him automatically attracted to her. Yeah. Yeah. I would so, agree. Yeah, <laughs> I still don't get it, man. Uh, yeah. You're like no clue. Can't. I, I, can't just, I don't get it, but not like for now. For she, because she, for, well, for sure, she was. She turned out. She she started out as a secretary, ended up being a, a fucking partner in shit, man. She she smoked every kind of ad job that, that she was put on. She did. Gained the respect of everybody around her. Put mm-hmm. out consistent good work. Yeah. I just I just I couldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> That's what you need, Wes. A Peggy Olsen. You need you a Peggy Olsen, man. Okay. Find you a Peggy Olsen in Delaware, then come talk I, I to need me a, I need me a Sylvia. That's what I need. Oh, God. So, you know what? Speaking of Sylvia, let's get into the main event here. Um, <laughs> uh, Don Draper, again, the greatest philander in the history of television. Uh, what's his name? The nigga from Californication ain't got Hank Moody ain't got shit on him. Alright? But, um, you know, Don Draper had a lot of bitches i mean so many bitches that it was it was hard to count i think when i actually looked it up i think it was it might have been in the early 20s um the not that he had full relations with relationships with but that he smashed on the show altogether um so don don had quite a few women um and i think we all have varying opinions again about his different women um so I want to start from the top because this is one that Wes and I go back and forth about all the time. Wes, what is your obsession with Rachel Minkin? Please. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with Rachel Minkin. Oh God, another See? one. I am See? obsessed, okay? Uh-huh. There you go. See, I, I real niggas link up mentally. Go ahead, Mia. But see, <laughs> Rachel won. She was the first, first real bitch Don got involved with. Outside mm-hmm. of his marriage, like in the workplace, see what I'm saying? She challenged what? him mentally. What about She's... Midge, the starving artist? The prostitute? <laughs> oh, Midge was Midge, terrible. Midge, Midge was on that dog food. Midge was on drugs. But yeah, so she 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 told Don, she was one of the first bitches to tell no, no Don, it's strictly business, nigga. Mm-hmm. And um he had to respect that and eventually Don does what Don does and, and broke her down. But no, nah, she was the first one. One, she was one. She was the best looking girl on the show. That's um, not true. But me. okay. Um, and she was a, a, a proud businesswoman who ended up running her own line of department stores. Okay. And she was the one that Don could never uh, get. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's it, very much so the one that got away. Um, R.I.P. Rachel Mencken. 
Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I don't. I just hmm, I get everything that you're saying. I don't know. She just never. Ah, she just never did it for me personally. Um, I, I I don't know what that says about me possibly being an anti semite. But uh, we'll 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 revisit that another time, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Rachel Minkin. Um, Mia. <laughs> Like what are you, I mean, I I am honestly mm-hmm. on the same wavelength as Wes. Like mm-hmm. she out of all and we know all the women and we'll go into yes. the other women. But if mm-hmm. you really look at her, like she is a businesswoman. She tried mm-hmm. to put up a fight, but what I will say with her is she is the perfect example of a successful woman who has everything mm-hmm. but love. And mm-hmm. is willing to compromise in a way to get it. You got to think about mm-hmm. it. Like, what mm-hmm. does she not have? She has almost everything but love. And she True. sees Don Draper mm-hmm. as the Oscar trophy looking dude in an addy. Mm-hmm. See, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? can't really resist but out of all of them out of all of them she is the top besides dr faye come on i only have one answer that's only one answer um that is uh the caucasian love of my my life um (laughs) what we call in the group chat that is good milk okay um (laughs) man listen um still fine on stranger things um i love me some dr faye miller um Mm -hmm. Uh, you know that that's my one uh one because um don had a couple women that were kind of optimistic which balances out his obviously his brooding darkness but i feel like she was the one that was one of the most realistically optimistic um i feel like the things that she asked of don were not too far out of his element and of course um with her being a psychologist or some some sort um she was able to check in on his mental health without him feeling like he was seeing a shrink. Cause you know, there's nothing worse to a white man in the sixties other than black people, um, oh, than seeing a shrink. Okay. <laughs> um, so I really felt like she was kind of that perfect yin and yang balance for him. And she was down for him, super down for him. And in the course of watching the show, my dumbass really thought that that was going to be the one. No, little did I know, <laughs> uh, he would go take, the kids on a fucking trip to Disneyland smashed Megan Raw one time and decided that he needed to marry her. Yeah. And Megan was a midlife hey. crisis. We all know this about Megan. Yes. Megan was oh, yeah. a midlife crisis and Megan was a child and she needed to Period. grow. And Don yep. was the rich older man that could save mm-hmm. her. And that's what happened. That Megan should have yep. never happen if we're going to talk about real we're going to talk about the realest bitch and i don't care what you guys say it's betty fucking draper oh okay. god you are, oh. nigga, you're sick you <laughs> was one sick nigga. that's gross okay oh i mean the realest mm, realist betty, in what capacity please we need you to explain thanks. this yeah i, I need, I need some, some type of explanation I can't, I can't i can't read this at all out of all of his relationship situationships whatever and granted mm. it did get very nasty towards the end betty yeah. and Ron mm. fucking saw each other okay like that's like that old school mentality shit that our grandparents are always like we stayed oh, we stayed yeah. married like that, <laughs> betty and don like yeah. they just stayed together and stuck it out because they no. saw each other as <laughs> 
as the dumb, insecure people that they both mm. were. Like they God, both so insecure, so vain, and they both needed so much attention mm. that everybody. Right, Betty's a fucking child. Betty, yes, is Betty's also a child. Um, I, you know, I, I see where you're coming from now. I you see your what? perspective. Um, I think for me, I think the thing that pissed me off about Betty is actually a very similar thing to Megan. And actually, Megan ended up making my top five worst characters on the show. Uh, she was a she was a surprise for me at number five, and it's because. Um, Betty, you know what it was when you signed up. You may not have completely known what Don was, but you knew what type of guy that you were trying to secure. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You're from the rich family. You know what I'm saying? Trying to secure Don, who was this semi-rich, maybe not old money, but still money. You wanted the picture-perfect house in the suburbs with the two kids, one of which changed like four times over the course of the show. Um... And you wanted the life. You wanted to be the PTA mom. You wanted to be the trophy wife. And she knew that Don was doing Don things, even if she didn't have confirmation of it. And the thing that pushed her over the edge was he killed a nigga or a nigga died and he stole his identity. Who cares? Okay. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's not going to change nothing. That Don stole identity. You living a perfect life. Got your little happy kids and shit. Fuck Betty, man. I'm, and, I'm not a fan of Betty whatsoever. And, and all, and, and honestly, I don't even think that he would have, that she would have really 100% caught it quits with Don if old Henry Francis didn't come sniffing around before I, Henry, But That's we've all seen Henry. There's always a Henry Francis. Like, okay. Every this time. Is what, this is what I'm going to say. You know how guys or that like saying like girls always know they're next? Yeah, because mm -hmm. there's always a Henry Francis in your inbox. There is yes. always a Henry Francis looking around the corner like that Kim mm -hmm. Kardashian meme, just yep. waiting, just waiting for you to delete the photos. Always, mm -hmm. I get it. I hated yep. Henry Francis. Uh, not it. a I fan. Hated his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a not a fan of Henry Francis, but he was not he was not the worst. Um, I Man, I definitely Henry, got he was. I see Henry. Henry. He, he was just a nigga that was fucking a nigga's wife. I mean, it happens. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Literally. But um, my thing with I, Betty too is like, if he was going to stay, stay. Don't mm -hmm. fuck on Henry. Just be mad at Don and stay. Yeah. You ain't got to go out. That's one thing I, I've noticed. I, I'm not good at accepting <laughs> in my TV shows is when, is when mm. women cheat, no matter how men they're, how bad their men are. <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's like the Hoodville memes was like, you done cheated on your girl 57 times, but you see her holding hands with another nigga, or you find out she, holding, she held another nigga's hand 10 years ago, and you start crying and shit. Yeah. That's how it is with television. I can't tell you how angry I was when she smashed that dude at the bar. That I, sh yeah. I forgot about that. See? That's oh, where it started for me. <laughs> oh, I, must, I must have blocked that. I must have, had, I must have, react, I must have fainted. <laughs> um, but, but the thing that I hated the most about Betty was it wasn't even the, the like, um, the Don stuff. I hated how she treated them damn kids. She was a horrible mother. She was, she was terrible. She was not. Um, she was like, I hate you. Man, she, I mean, she, and, she was a kid. Like she would have comp kiddish competitions with her fucking daughter. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a competition, and you know, Sally is. I love love me some Sally Draper. Sally was oh, a very. She was definitely a child of the sixties. She was someone who like kind of saw like the the counterculture. And the the uh, rebelling in everything, and I think Don appreciated Sally for that because he was the same way to a certain extent. But Betty, nope, that didn't fit her picture perfect life. Mm -hmm. um, 
it, it you know, so uh, between her and Bobby and baby Jean, um, she, ooh, remember how she did the fucking maid, the black maid? Remember uh, that shit? Uh, See, she just, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and she was, again, just a, a pretentious, um, as, as pretentious as pretentious can get, to be honest. And um, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. Now, I, I walk back my my original statements about her, which was, uh, Wes, do you remember? No, but I'm sure they were extremely problematic. They, they were bad. I don't even want to repeat them. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to walk that back. Um, and as I as I rewatch, I don't hate her as much. I still hate her, but I just understand more and more that like everybody else, she's a product of her environment, a product of the times. Correct. Truly. I was going to say, um, she's yeah. The, yeah. the quintessential, and I kind of like the way that they even wrote her role, to be honest, because mm-hmm. she really was the quintessential, like, housewife of that time. And I yep. know that she said that she knew what she was getting her self into but i think she really did come into the marriage like dumb as hell like a lot of <laughs> that's true you know mm-hmm. like i mean if you think about it, the the whole thing or at that time for like you just literally were supposed to get married and have a husband have a kid nobody told you how to do it nobody gave you a handbook you're just supposed to so i think that she went in being young and naive don suave as shit just like he was with the 45 women that he was with on Mad Men. he said a couple mm-hmm. of little words and she was like oh yep. this is it this is it, you know? it. and i do That's think it. that a lot of the anger that we saw was really resentment over the years of not only the life that she thought that she was supposed to be living but she didn't have but also mm-hmm. to to her marriage too so i definitely mm-hmm. like how they wrote that because i think that was very representative of the time but also too don was never coming home sweetie you knew no, he was he no. was never don was in everybody else's bed but his own hey, listen man mm-hmm. don was definitely for everybody but and uh, january jones smoked that role and i yeah. also yeah. I, I gotta give her a lot of credit because now she knew everybody is going to only see her as betty draper for the rest of her career and that kind of sucks but she did great mm-hmm. um yeah. she did absolutely great um let's see uh running through the fucking list uh sylvia how do you feel about Sylvia? So I like Sylvia. You know, what I mean? nice little, nice little come. Was it? I don't remember. Were they uh, next floor or next door? Next floor. Um, she's, listen, come, she's come she's she sat in the hotel room, room and did not move though. For, for like what, a day or two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no. That, that's that's my type of girl. Yeah. There's no man. Man, oh, that because Sally walked in on them. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's when Sally really understood. <laughs> Starting to understand who this nigga be, was. My pops just be throwing it, but um, <laughs> I, I can relate. I I was Sally Draper. Like, oh, oh boy. Uh, um, let's see other ones because shout out to shout out to my yeah shout out to my girl uh, Suzanne the teacher. She was bad too. Yeah. Suzanne was cold, but she was she was just really dumb um, and kind of crazy. Yeah. She knows. Uh, Donna's the type. Is that what you said? <laughs> uh let's see we talked about midge the the junkie midge and her dog food Thanks. uh bobby barrett she was just a i don't know why don don't even smashed her that was uh yeah, that was ill on him that's when you knew he had a problem yeah <laughs> absolutely um how about allison the secretary who thought she was about to get that megan life um oh. and not work out for her her heart At was all. broken she yeah was- that was yeah, tough I, I, felt, I felt bad for her i did too uh, she was like yeah. married she was like oh, oh. She was gonna break. She almost broke. Uh, 
Y'all absolutely. Um, let's see. It was the shorty from L.A. when he almost drowned. Joy, uh, Joy, Joy was yeah. the best. Okay, I like Joy. Because I, was a fan I of Joy. L.A. Don. L.A. Don. Yes. Listen, he ain't no L.A. Pete, but I, I fuck with him though. L.A. niggas. Um, let's see. I, and I, I think that's that's most of the list. Um, let's see. There was uh Megan's friend that he had to threesome with uh Amy. Um, and then oh, last one. There was Diane. Or Diana, um, the one, the one from the end. That was, I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's just when that you have smashed forward. so many, so many baddies in your life. You just be like, all right, well, you know, you're passable. Um, you see this mid hitting on. He he chased her mid ass across the country. He did. He did. That's um, how you knew was a sicko. Yeah, and that's that's what made me turn on uh, the final season of Mad Men because no, ain't no damn way. After all the uh, Bethany Van Isis that he smashed, that he ends up chasing Diane across the country. Ain't no goddamn way. It makes sense though. It does. It makes sense. It think does. About how many? Think about how many dudes be choose, chasing mid women nowadays too. That's when you can smell the desperation. You know what True. I mean? I feel like you can always tell if a dude's on a downward spiral if he's like chasing a mid girl. I'm like, you're not doing all right. Mm, you're not okay you know? even even more so for don it's like all these baddies are falling in your lap mm-hmm. for the most part and like one of them like a little mid john tells you no it's like nah you i, 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 gotta, I gotta get you now because if yep. they're telling me yes and you're telling me not nah, and nah, i can't have that you know how don's mm-hmm. kind of personality was set up he kind of had to do he kind of <laughs> had to take her down just just because yeah, I, guess I don't know so, why you continue to do it afterwards, that, but uh, that's yeah. that a, that a sick fucking man. Yeah, that's why Don is one of the worst people. He's a sicko. The sickest. Um, I, well, well, I said uh, worst people excluding Don because that's obvious that he was the okay. worst person on the show. Um, so we're going to get into that uh, so we can wrap it up because we is running out of time. So, ladies and gentlemen, our top five, top five, top five, top five of the week. Your top five least favorite worst characters on Mad Men. Mia, do you like to go first? Okay, so my list, my list is going to be a very interesting list. Okay. Like, prepare. Okay. So number five, we have coming in, Glenn Bishop. Whoa, whoa. Not my boy, weirdo Glenn. Glenn gave me the He was preyed upon. Glenn. Was he? Exactly. He actually was. He was not. He was Glenn. Glenn is probably in therapy to this day. Like if we were looking at older (laughs) Glenn, Glenn. That kid is fucking weird, man. No, Glenn. Glenn now is like, what was that show with Will Ferrell? That mini, the mini show on HBO where like the therapist, and Paul Rudd, where like the therapist takes on his patient's life. Like the patient is Glenn Bishop as a grown up. That's how I feel. Oh boy. Absolutely. Glenn Glenn made my list as well. Yep. Glenn was wow. a little, number four. Greg Harris, which was mm. Joan's husband, mm. trash on my list. Okay, didn't appreciate the baddest bitch on the show. Should be shunned. Okay, mm. number three. This is, and I was surprised that I brought him this low, but I did. Pete Campbell. Okay, mm. and Pete, and let me tell you what Pete Campbell was, and you mm. both are gonna understand this. I think that Pete Campbell is the original Tom from Succession. Boom. Mm. That that works. It that does. It does. So reads. Does I agree. The only reason I didn't include him on my list is because I feel like he redeemed himself towards the end. No, well, that's my I, I, yeah, but, that's, but, that's but, that's but I agree with you though. 
Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll accept it. But yeah, when me and Austin fell, like that was my. I hated Pete. I hated Pete's soul. If they stopped the season, they stopped the shit like season four. I'd have been like, "Oh fuck, Pete!" But <laughs> Pete grew I mean, his hair he, on had, he had the only happy ending. Him and fucking uh, Peggy and Stan. Yeah, that's and true. I guess maybe, maybe Roger and Don. All right. Anyway, on the side, your final two. Okay, final two. Lane. Whoa. Yeah. Like oh. Lane. Yeah. Right, so I, I'm gonna need an explanation for that one too. Yeah. You know, and I don't. To be honest, I don't have a real explanation. I just always hated him. The minute oh. that he came in, I didn't. But there's graphite him. on the roof. No, I just. I just. <laughs> I didn't connect with him as a character and the whole series I felt like would have been okay without him. I just don't think he added as much as like a Joan, a Don, a Peggy, a Bert. Like I just wasn't. Without the P and Sterling Cooper Draper Price? CDP without without Lane from England. No. I thought Lane was hilarious. I thought he was hilarious. Lane's voice throughout the series bothered me he always seemed like he had a stick in his ass they would have been okay with that he's from foggy london town of course (laughs) there we go okay and number one number one and this is extremely Mm. problematic but so is me so is he Mm. sterling Let's see. You know me, it was going great. Uh, Wes, I think we're in agreement that we... I think we're in agreement that uh, we're not going to invite her back after this. We're not. This. We're not. Okay. We're invited. We didn't get back invited to the no It's okay. We'll bring you back, but no more lists. Problematic <laughs> the whole show. He has to be put on there. He was definitely the comic relief. Roger's a horrible person. Horrible. I mean... <laughs> I mean... Horrible. I, I, Person. I think our, our our love for him obviously blinds us to it, but objectively, yeah. he's Horrible the worst. Person. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Um, out of 10 recommend. And now, yeah. if you really tell people right now to watch Mad Men, they would hate him. Just for... They, yeah. they would hate him. Yep. Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, man, damn, a little, little, little French trim at the end. That's all, that's all he wanted. Man, when, when, that, when that nigga Mary Jane, uh, she wanted Burke, and I told her, work it. I was like, oh, man, this is, this is going to be hard to... Or no, when, when he had the fucking heart attack when he was fucking yeah. the girl in, in the office. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ooh, what, what a bit. Oh, what about the blackface? Forgot about the blackface. Yeah, but that's all I could no. think of when I was making <laughs> That's what I thought of. That's but, the but, blackface. Being true, to the, being true to the era. But, but you know what actually almost kind of uh, blinded me from that was Pete and Trudy fucking it up on the dance floor, though. They were living life. Living life. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that is a very good list. Uh, I will go next. Um, I already told you about my number five, Megan Draper. Um, just because once again, it was a, a, a even more than than Betty. This was a premiere. You know what it was when you signed up. You know what you wanted. You know what you were trying to get. Um, you thought you were gonna get the nigga and win, and then when you got him, everything that you knew he was, you all just all of a sudden decided that you didn't like it. Um, she was you- so childish. She was so childish. You didn't like her singing, what was it? A zooby zooby zoo? Z- zooby like zooby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, it just it, it, she was childish and you know, not to say she didn't have any great quality or any good qualities, but um nah, she she was not it for me, Chief. Um my number four, um Lee Garner Jr. Um that guy stuck. Mm. Uh Mr. Lucky Strike Man. He got Sal fired because Sal didn't yeah. want to uh, open up the cheeks. Damn. Um, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. About that. yeah, he was just uh, you know, he, he he was a closeted dude and he was very angry. 
Um, and um, yeah, he was just not a good person. Um, that was my number four. Number three, um, a person who I can't stand. Um, fucking Ted Shaw. Yeah. Um, Ted stunk because, <laughs> as I mentioned to Mia off air, he was a fake nice guy. And there is nothing worse than fake nice guys. Guys who think that they are entitled to shit and they think that they are the best person in the world because they're upbeat and because they're kind of nice to women. Um, you know, the same guys who go on Twitter and post screenshots and say, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know why she didn't. Oh, I guess she's just going to go for the drug dealer now. You goddamn right, Ted. You fucking suck. All right. Um, <laughs> he, was, he was down bad, though. <laughs> at the so end, cool. yeah. And he got what he fucking deserved, too. Yeah. Um, he deserved number, number two. Oh, fuck. Actually, I fucked up my list. Um, so I guess I made this a quick honorable mention. I also, uh, Joan's husband, the worst. He also raped her. Um, almost forgot exactly. about that. Yep. Um, number two, uh, Betty Draper. Uh, she's actually not my number one. Because number one is, I feel like, the only person who you could choose. Fucking Harry Crane. I mean... It, is, is there anything to like about Harry Crane? Not really. Uh, he had a black girlfriend, didn't he? No, that was Kinsey. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, that wasn't that him. Was God damn it. Yeah, I don't think uh, Harry Crane stunk. Yeah. yeah. Mustache. And, 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 and every single thing that he's in, uh, he was on Glow. He was on Love um, on Netflix. He's fucking Harry Crane. Like, he's typecasted now. So, I guess I hate the real man, too, apparently. You hate him as a person. Yes, I do. Wes, we we have five minutes. Good brother. All right. Well, I have uh, four because I included Don on my list. I'm not going to follow directions. Um, But we talked about pretty much everybody on my list. Greg was number five. Mm -hmm. Um, Betty was one. Glenn Glenn sick ass was two because Glenn's a fucking weirdo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That don't make him a terrible person. He was just weird. Nigga, stop being weird. Um, All right, and then the only other person we didn't talk about on my list was Lou Avery. Oh, Lou Avery stunk. He was a he was a wet blanket. He took Don's spot. (laughs) He did. He was drawing uh, uh, (laughs) cartoons. Mm. Uh, Was Scout Scout the monkey? Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) They was like, hey, hey, this shit heat, my boy. (laughs) They gassed him the fuck up. And loose things. He was just a, just a, just a big down guy. So we uh, we covered yeah. pretty much everybody who was bad on here, man. Uh, Jimmy Barrett also sucked too. We'll throw him on there. Too. Yeah, that boy be joking, uh, don't he? <laughs> um, so that's everybody. Uh, of course, the person not included on this list, uh, the number one most liked person on this show, uh, Ken Cosgrove. So, yeah. uh, Kenny Wap over everything. Kenny Wap, <laughs> our boy, lost his eye. Um, so, uh, I think that's it though. So, oh, y'all got L's? Oh, uh, I actually don't have any L's because we, I mean, we're facing a big collective. The world is an L right now. I do have have one quick L. Um, three and a half minutes. My L L of the week. It's also from the Supreme Court as well. They was in a bag these, uh, this past week. So one thing they did rule on was, um, about the, uh, Miranda rights. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the Supreme Court said that um, you can no longer sue police if they don't read you your Miranda rights. And that's crazy. A conviction can come out of that. So that's essentially saying cops don't have to fully do their jobs and you can't sue them or have any repercussions, which is uh, extremely fucked up. Um, It's going to lead to a lot of bullshit. you You can't even like cover that up. You can't even pretend like that's for any other reason other than to oppress people. 
Yeah. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Right. You know, supposed to get read anywhere. So people know that they don't have to fucking talk or, or do anything. And now they can't. So if they're tricked into talking, revealing any evidence, um, there's going to be no repercussion for that. So it's another way for police to, to kind of run wild and rampant on those who uh, don't understand. And it's fucked up. So it's like the first for, uh, for ultimate feast. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, that's terrible. This country yeah. sucks. But you know what does not suck? This podcast. And who also especially doesn't suck. Our esteemed guest, Mia. Mia, thank you for coming on. We of appreciate course. you. I'm Absolutely. so happy we got to chat tonight. You guys are my favorite people to chat with. You guys are both my favorite. Ah, that that warms Aww. my cold heart. Um, I because I was just about to go listen to some future, but maybe I won't. Don't uh, do it. Don't do it. Uh, well. <laughs> listen, a few months ago, I was very close to cutting my locks off. So that tells you where my heart is right now. Oh, um. Oh yeah, I was about to go big chop. Um, but again, this, this trio, you know, the three best friends that anybody can have. Um, I love y'all to death. Uh, I appreciate y'all being here through, through all the chaos going on in the world. Um, so, uh, we're going to sign off again. Uh, give us a, uh, subscribe to us wherever you like your podcast. Give us a like, a rate, a share, um, retweet, tell a friend, tell a friend, uh, follow us at beware the L's, uh, follow Mia at the the don't forget the the at the mm-hmm. Mia Janelle and at Mood Mel Co. Again, American Greens. I hope you all listening, you bitch niggas. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, don't forget to follow Wes. Um, he's in Delaware, so he could use the follow. He needs them. Um, at ain't that weird? Disrespectful. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I guess that's really it. I'm done. Y'all got anything else? No. Uh, that's it. Thanks. Thank you for coming on, Mia. You did a great job as as expected. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get this bitch out, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back soon. I will be happy to be No back. list, though, because I don't this whole This whole yeah. Betty is a good person. Free speech, about. okay? Mm, not against Roger Sterling. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Bye.